Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. But uh, let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. And I'm going to read two verses, verse 9 and verse 10. And why do we give? You know, why do we give? Is it because the church needs money? Is it because, you know, we have an outreach coming up and we need to give things and people need to give for that and all of that? And, or is it because we got to pay the bills? Why do we give? We give first and foremost to honor God. It's, it's our lifestyle of worship. You don't just worship with words and singing. And if you, actually, if you think about it, the very first worship scenario that we see in the Bible is when Cain and Abel. Abel brought an offering before the Lord to worship him. And it was the kind of offering that put God first, right? Bible says he brought the firstborn and the fat portions. Firstborn. That, that key word is first. Amen? Key word is first. And then the second key word is fat portions. I mean, not the tail, not the hoof, not the tongue, not the ear of the animal, the ribeye. Oh, yeah. The marbled fat portion. That's, that's where you make steaks from. I mean, you know, you don't, you don't make a steak, steak from the meat from the neck or from the hoof, you know, or the tail. Even though they do eat those things in many countries, I, there's nothing like a marbled steak. Amen. Praise God. Who likes a marbled steak? <laughs> All right. Somebody said, I'm a Presbyterian. I'm sorry, vegetarian. So, sorry about that. I'm just teasing, teasing. But th that means he brought the best and the first. You know, he came to God first before he touched any of it himself, before he ate any of it himself, whatever. First, he brought the, the firstborn from the first fruit, the first harvest, the first return and then the best portion. And then Cain, the key word is after the course of time. Some time passed. God was an afterthought. After some time passed, God was an afterthought. That was Cain's offering. Fruits, vegetables, because he was a tiller of the ground. Abel was a keeper of sheep and animals. But it's not that God likes, you know meat more than vegetables it, it was the attitude because we find that God rejected Cain and his offering because Cain did not have respect for God so he didn't basically earn God's respect because it it's reciprocated all right so here is what we see here in the Proverbs Proverbs chapter 3 there was no choir there was no singing there was nothing it was just Abel bringing the firstborn and the fat portions that's all that was and it was just Cain kind of an, as an afterthought bringing something to God but it wasn't his best it wasn't his best and it wasn't the first thing that he did as an act of worship so that's where we and, and again that's what we're talking about the whole thing with tithes and offerings people want to get stuck on is it under the law is it under this is it under? who cares it's about honoring God 
there's no law to honoring God there's no it's an attitude of the heart submission is an attitude of the heart you know it's like a little boy was standing in the middle of the service and his dad kept looking over and said sit down boy he wouldn't sit down the boy was standing the father said sit down boy the boy wouldn't sit so he just grabs him and shoves him into the seat and makes him sit down and the boy looks at the father and says I am sitting down on the outside but I'm still standing up on the inside I mean that's how people are I mean, you can't force submission submission is an attitude of the heart it comes out of your love for the Lord you know so that's 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 what we find here in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 honor the Lord everyone say honor the Lord well that's worship worship and actually worship is an old English comes from an old English word combination of worth ship worth giving God worth how how much is he worth to you you know how much God is worth to you I mean he's priceless there's no price you can put on your relationship with the Lord you know and and that's what it is giving comes down to actual surrender you know People sing the song, I surrender all. And then God speaks, empty out your bank account. I surrender all except my bank account. No, it, because really it's surrender. Are you willing to do what God's asking you to do? And it's a test of our heart, heart's attitude towards the things of God. And that's why giving is so important. It's not just putting money in a bucket. It's not just giving money to church. I give my money to church. You can give your money to church and still not be worshiping God. So it comes down to having the heart, heart of honor and worship, an attitude of gratitude. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, an attitude of gratitude. Amen. An attitude determines your altitude. Turn to your other neighbor and say, your attitude determines your altitude. Amen. So who wants to go to higher in the things of God? Come on, somebody. Who wants, who wants to go to the next level? Guess what? It's going to require a certain attitude for you to go to the next level. And, some, and, and you're going to need an attitude adjustment. Some, sometimes you need a little tune-up. Check up from the neck up, you know. <laughs> Man, I got all the little sayings this morning. And you want to go to the next level, and the Holy Ghost comes and begins to deal with attitudes of the heart because everything flows from what's in here not from what's up here and not how what the appearance is because if you looked at it from an appearance perspective Cain was bringing something to the Lord oh look he brought he brought an, an offering to the Lord but the Bible says the Lord rejected his offering and rejected Cain why because he saw the heart because man looks on the outside and God looks on the heart so it comes down to an attitude of gratitude, a heart of worship, a lifestyle of worship, a grateful heart, a thankful heart, a heart that values the things of God, a heart that seeks the things of God, a heart that seeks to have a relationship with the, with the Lord and will not allow anything of this earth to get in the way, especially things like money, right? So honor the Lord, honor the Lord with your possessions, and with the first fruits of all your increase or income. So as soon as you have anything comes in, people ask me all the time, Pastor, should I tithe on my birthday money? Is it income? Yeah, you should. I tithe on everything. 
Pastor, should I tithe on a sale I made? I, I sold a car. I sold a house. Well, yeah, tithe. Well, it's not a salary. It's income. Don't, because your salary is not your source. Don't get all stuck on the whole salary thing. And tithe on the gross, not the net. Because I want a gross blessing. Amen. Who wants a gross blessing? Because I, I don't tithe after, the, after Uncle Sam takes taxes. So then Uncle Sam comes first and God gets the leftover. No, 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 no. I tithe on the gross because so that God gets the first and then Uncle Sam can have some of the leftover. Come on, somebody. I'm not putting Uncle Sam first. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uncle Sam's like, I want you, yeah, and you want my money, you want everything. Uncle Sam is just on the take. Uncle Sam ain't going to bless you. Uncle Sam's just going to keep taking. He's a taker. God's a giver. He's the one who's going to bless you, and he's, he's the one who's going to give. He is the source of the blessing. It's the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. And he has no sorrow with it. So stop looking to Uncle Sam. When is that next stimulus check coming? Look at what happened. So you got all the stimulus checks. What happened? Guess where it came from? The Federal Reserve just printed more money. And guess what it caused? Devaluation. Because the more money you have out there, the, the less it's worth. It's an invisible tax. Inflation is really an invisible tax because they just kept printing money, printing money. It actually didn't even print money. They just keep pushing buttons, pushing buttons, pushing buttons, pushing buttons because it's all fiat money. It's all numbers on a computer screen. They don't even print cash anymore. Only 3% of the, U the, the U.S. money supply is actually in cash form now. It used to be about 7 because they're trying to go to a cashless society. That's the goal. Do away, do away with cash. Digitize money. So that's where it's headed. That's the B system. We're not under that. Not expecting anything from the B system. The beast can keep his money. Not looking to the beast to bless me. The beast can't bless you. The beast will devour you. That's the nature of the beast. I'm looking to the Lord. I'm looking to my heavenly father. I'm going to honor him. I'm going to worship him. Hallelujah. With the first fruits. So there's that word again. First fruits. The first. The first. First of the harvest. The best and the first to honor him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. King James says, from your capital and your substance. Hallelujah. So substance can be a lot of different things. Hallelujah. And the Amplified says... Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors. Make sure it's righteous labors. It's not your drug dealing money. Well, if I tithe on my drug dealing money, will the Lord bless my drug business? <laughs> Don't work that way. <laughs> You're going to split hell wide open. Better get right with God. Repent and... Serve the Lord and from righteous labors. I like that. Righteous labors. Somebody say righteous labors. There's a lot of fraudulent income. There's a lot of corruption. So obviously, and with the first fruits of all your income. So you can see there, it's the income, the first fruits of all your income. So what happens when you do that? 
Here's the, here's, see, remember, what is this? A covenantial transaction, right? It's a covenant transaction. It's a covenant relationship. You do this, I'll do this. That's what a covenant is. Honor the Lord. And guess what happens? When you honor God, he honors you. What happens? So shall your storage places be filled with plenty. But there's a recession. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. They did redefine recession. So we're really, we're really not in a recession. anymore. I forgot that the White House redefined the recession. Sorry. Sorry. So we're really not in a recession. It's all okay. Who cares what the White House says? The same White House that uh, said that we were, we we're going to have a winter of darkness and death last winter. I choose light. I choose life. I choose blessing. I choose health. I choose abundance. I choose prosperity. I have two choices set before me. You have two choices set before you. Come on, somebody. Blessing and cursing, life and death. And then the Lord gives you a, a little hint. Choose life. Come on, lift your hands. I choose life. I choose to be blessed. I walk in the blessing. Hallelujah. It's a choice. That's it. You just made a choice not to be in poverty. Hallelujah. I reject poverty. Poverty is a curse. Come on, say this after me. I reject poverty. I reject lack. It's a curse. The devil can have his poverty. The devil can have his lack. I reject it. I refuse it. It's not my portion. Amen. So you have to be strong on this. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty. Plenty. Come on, somebody shout plenty. So I don't care what's going on in the world system. I'm going to have plenty. You know why? Because I'm in a different economy. I operate under a different economy. I don't operate under mammon's economy. I'm, I'm, I'm operating under a different economy. I'm operating in God's economy. I'm, I'm honoring the Lord and He is honoring me. I'm, I'm in a different economy. I'm detached from the world system. It's not my recession. I opt out. Hallelujah. We're not going to grow through a recession. We're going to grow through a recession. Come on, say this after me. I'm going to grow. Through whatever recession comes my way. Amen. So you're going to grow. Why? Because God has a promise. He says, I know the plans I have for you. They're plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. They're not plans to harm you. I'm not expecting harm. I'm expecting success. I'm expecting blessing. I'm expecting prosperity. I'm expecting provision. Amen. Hallelujah. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty, and your vats shall be overflowing. Over, come on, somebody say, overflowing with new wine. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. You know, new wine is a type of the Holy Spirit, the symbol of the Holy Spirit. It's joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. Hallelujah. It's the power of God. Jesus said, you can't take new wine and put it into old wineskins. You can't take the blessing of God and put it in your poverty mindset. 
you got to break out of that poverty mindset. That's why we, I'm working so hard on getting people out of that poverty mindset so they can step into the plenty, into the overflow, into God's best for their life. That they're not limiting God because of their mindset. Because poverty is a mindset and you got to break out of it. And the way you break out of it is you, and because it, poverty mindset also comes with fear. People, when you're in fear and you're trying to hold on to the little you got and you're always operating, I, I make so little, I earn so little, how can I give, how can I do this, I can, I, and you just always focus on lack, you're focused on limitation, it is a poverty mindset. You have to break out of it. You have to lift up your eyes, look to heavens, amen. Hallelujah, that's where your provision comes from. He is your source, not your job, not your boss, not your salary. God is your source. Amen. And then you look to him for the supernatural provision, supernatural increase. And then not, guess what happens? God begins to release ideas. God begins to release opportunities. And you step out of the place of limitation and lack. Because we can't limit God. And, what, and the way you end up limiting God is the way you think. Because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what you ask or think according to the power that is at work in you we know the problem is not the the power source it's not limited power what limits the power is the way we think is the way we ask so start believing God for big things start asking largely come on somebody I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask large I'm gonna believe large hallelujah Lord enlarge my capacity right prayer of Jabez, Jabez that it became that little short prayer but it, it became so popular some years ago prayer what is it? enlarge my territory Lord enlarge my territory enlarge bless me Lord enlarge my territory come on somebody say bless me Lord enlarge my territory hallelujah I see double for blessing here this is the double heaps right there so storage places being filled with plenty that's the natural provision and then your vats overflowing with new wine that's the anointing that's the anointing that's the power of God flowing in your life that's the power of God flowing in your life that's the power of God flowing out of your life that's the power of God that comes that's living out of the overflow of God's blessing God's power God's abundance the supernatural life hallelujah not the limited life amen and I gotta read the passion translation hallelujah it says glorify God with all your wealth honoring him with your first fruits and with every increase that comes to you then every dimension of your life I like that every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings i don't think you heard me no 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 no. come on just go clear out your ears right now i don't know is there a blockage or something you, you didn't hear me because if you heard me i don't think you'd be responding like that so let me try this one more time just making sure i'm at the river this morning you know i didn't i didn't go to bedside baptist or something accidentally or is it mattress methodist Let me try this one more time just make sure I'm at the river now this morning okay make sure I'm at the river because I contain yourself just be careful now okay but 
When you wave your arms, jump up and down. Just don't smack anybody. But you are free. As long as you don't hurt anybody, you're free to run around. You're free to jump around. I mean, you're free to shout, scream, do, you know, tumble and cartwheels, whatever. So you, you are at the river, so you're free to respond. I, I like response. I mean, let me try this one more time. Just making sure I'm at the river now, all right? Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings that comes from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Okay. Hey! Every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings. And it's going to come from uncontainable. I asked somebody said, contain yourself. No, I'm sorry. It's an uncontainable source of inner joy. I'm sorry. I can't contain myself. Hey, I can't contain myself. Don't, don't try to contain God. Let him be God. Let God overflow. Let God explode on the inside of you. Let God overflow in your life. Let, let go and let God and let, let the thing explode. Let the river take you where you shall go. Just jump in the river with both feet sticking up and just let the river carry you where, where you are supposed to go. Stop trying to swim against the river. Stop trying to swim against the current. Let the current of God take you where you need to go. Let the current, you just, just relax, just go, just float down the river. It's much less work when the force of the river is taking you where you need to go. Some of y'all been trying to swim against the current. Some of y'all been trying to swim against the river and you're worn out. I'm like, oh, so, I'm so worn out because you're swimming against the current. Let the current take you. Let the current take you hallelujah hallelujah just float down the river hallelujah just float down the river come on say i'm floating down the river hallelujah praise god praise god that's the problem people trying to contain contain the joy contain i, I even see people that the joy starts bubbling up they're like <laughs> <laughs> let it overflow stop trying to contain the joy let that joy bubble out your belly <laughs> make a joyful noise unto the lord come on make a joyful noise unto the lord You're one shout away from your breakthrough. You're one shout away from the walls coming down. You're one shout away. You're one shout away 
You're one shot away from the Red Sea parting. You're one shot away from the manifestation. Gloria a Dios. Okay, I, I think I'm at the river this morning. Praise God. That's why I can't stand religion. All religion tries to do is contain. Contain God, contain the joy, everything's contained. God, they try to put God in a box. But guess what? The same God, listen, the same God religion puts in the, in the box, is a, is, is, it becomes the same box where people are trapped. It's the same box people are trapped. Because you can't put God in a box. You actually end up putting yourself in a box. That's why I can't stand religion. Limits God. Reduces everything to the natural. But we got a supernatural God. We're serving a supernatural God. And he's going to do supernatural things in your life. Amen. If you believe it, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.